I have hired QA engineers. So I was looking for a test management solution to describe what we have. But occasionally all of them were ugly. They were from 90s with big print button. Wow, how that could be possible in 2016? So I've decided to build a tool by myself because I had necessary skills. I knew what I want. I was building for two years after the day job. Purchased first advertisement. Got first 100 users. There is no way back. I wanted to solve my own problem. My name is Nikita Fedorov. I'm KCS CDO and founder. This is Code Story, a podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries. Spent six months moonlighting. There's nothing on the backhand. Who share what it takes to change an industry. I don't exactly know what to do next. Many goes to get right. Who built the teams that have their back. Our company is its people. The teams help each other achieve. Most proud of our team. Keeping scalability top of mind. All that infrastructure was a Yes, we've been fighting it as we grow. Total waste of time. The stories you don't read in the headlines. It's not an easy thing to achieve, Mike. Took it off the shelf and dusted it off and tried it again. To ride the ups and downs of the startup life. You need to really it's want it. not just about technology. All this and more on Code Story. I'm your host, Noah Labhart. And today, how Nikita Fedorov created a powerful and beautiful platform to help you create and run your test plan. This episode is supported by Terso. Terso is the open source edge database from the creators of LibSQL. Do you put your edge computing close to your users? You should put your data there too. Terso makes this easy utilizing the developer experience of SQLite. Access a free starter plan at terso.tech slash codestory. Terso, welcome to the data edge. This episode is brought to you by our friends at MemberStack. MemberStack is the fastest way for you to launch a beautiful Webflow MVP with robust authentication and smooth payments integration. Join companies like Slack and American Airlines in serving millions of members every single day. Get started for free by visiting memberstack.com slash codestory. Nikita Fedorov has been a tech guy all his life. He loves physics and eventually decided to try out being a developer, starting out with PHP and doing it for seven years. Eventually, he moved into leadership and management of engineering teams. Outside of tech, he's into his side projects and playing video games, of which his favorite is the game Dark Souls. While he was an engineering manager, Nikita went looking for a good suite of tools to support manual testing. All of the tools he found were archaic and looked like they came from the days of the mainframe. He decided to start building a tool that met his own need, and people liked it. This is the creation story of Case. We are building a test ops platform that allows people to improve and boost their software testing process and software testing activities. Initially, it was started as a test management platform. I was working as engineering manager, I had several teams, and we didn't have software testing at all. We had a lot of bugs, we have a lot of complaints from our customers. As engineering manager, I have hired QA engineers and I was looking for a tool to support them. Excel is a good tool, it is very powerful, but it is not scalable. 
So I was looking for a test management solution to describe what we have. But occasionally all of them were ugly. They were from 90s with big print button. Wow, how that could be possible in 2016? So I've decided to build a tool by myself because I had necessary skills, I knew what I want, and I had a small graveyard of pet projects that were never released. I bet that every developer has such graveyards on their hard drive. I was building for two years after the day job, released to production, purchased first advertisement, got first 100 users, and some of them started using it every day. There is no way back. I should continue the work. Initially, it was started as a test management solution because I wanted to solve my own problem. Dive into the MVP then for me and how long it took you to build and what sort of tools did you use to bring it to life? In fact, it took two years to build MVP. I was building it all using PHP and Laravel framework. I knew it very well, so how I was choosing tools to build the startup. I wanted to use something that will allow me to move fast, iterate fast and release fast. I knew Laravel very good. I took it, I uh, took Postgres database and application was hosted on DigitalOcean because it was, and it is right now, very cheap and very good for startups. I've tried to build as many features as I could and keep them simple. I've copied code a lot. So, for example, because I have a very limited time, I had a day job. So imagine you spend from 8 to 10 hours at least every day your day job, and you have only 3 or 4 hours after the day job. So I've tried to save time as much as I can. I've copied code, I've copied snippets, just to make it work. I've made a very big mistake. I was trying to polish to add, okay, okay, I need to add one more feature and then it is ready to release. And that's why it took so many time from the idea till the first users. I should have released it earlier. Because once you have released your application, you got real customers. This episode is encrypted by Cypherstash. Data breaches are becoming a fact of life. Know why? One of the reasons is because developers lack the right tooling to get the job done, i.e. encryption at rest tools are complex and inadequate. The solution? Encryption in use with Cypherstash. Cypherstash uses searchable encryption in use technology, providing continuous and universal protection for sensitive data. With Cypherstash, you can turn your existing database into a vault, utilizing zero-trust key management, SQL native, and with no code. Though encryption is complicated, Cypherstash is easy to use. The tool fully supports SQL via a drop-in driver replacement, supporting the query types you know and love today. And did we mention it's fast? For queries over 100 million records, you can expect additional overhead of less than one millisecond. It's a no-brainer. Get started by reviewing their docs or downloading sample projects in Rails or Node plus SQLize today. Visit cypherstash.com slash codestory and get started protecting your data. This episode is supported by Treble. This day and age, APIs are a fact of life. And as such, product and engineering teams need tooling that is lightweight, real-time, and data-rich to help them ship and maintain APIs faster. 
That's where Treble comes in. Treble is an all-in-one platform for the entire API lifecycle. The product offers world-class monitoring and observability, providing more than 40 data points for each request, enabling you to understand everything from performance to user behavior. Dashboards help connecting your entire team for lifecycle collaboration. Documentation is automatically generated, saving massive amounts of time for your development team with every new release. And setting up Treble, super easy and fast. In three simple steps, you can be up and running with their platform. Their pricing is designed to support API teams of all sizes. So get started with Treble today and automate your API ops. Did I mention they have a free forever plan? Find out more by visiting treble.com slash codestory. That's T-R-B-L-L-E dot com slash codestory. You got your MVP. You've got it released. You have people using it. How did you progress the product from there and mature it? And I think what I'm curious about there is how you built your roadmap and how you went about deciding, okay, this is the next most important thing to build for Case. I had apartments, very, very big mirror wall, and it was full of stickers. (laughs) So that's how I used to prioritize tasks. But when I released it, production application was absolutely free and people could use it without any limitations but the first thing i did i've built a strong communication with my users with my customers i've used a tool called kenny to collect feedback from customers where they can write the the feature request where they can vote for uh, features from other users and in fact case was built using the feedback from our customers because i am developer i was developing software before case i've dived into software testing a little bit i was uh, i was writing unit tests for my code but i've never done end-time testing that's why i had to listen to my customers what they say what they think and what they need and of course, we, we do that right now as well. Okay, so then let's switch to team. How did you go about building your team? And what did you look for in those people to indicate that they were the winning horses to join you? In fact, when you're a startup, you have a lack of time and a lack of money. So you don't have a lot of resources to hire big teams. So I've used the following approach. I've hired freelancers to do tasks for case to solve some issues. Some of them still working in case as a full-time employees, but that was a very flexible way to scale myself. First developer I've hired was working for 10 hours a week, then we have moved to 20 hours a week, then we have moved to full-time, and I was adding more and more and more freelancers, and when the team was five, I've stopped hiring freelancers, all the next employees were full-time employees. As I was trying to scale myself, so I was looking for people with the same skill set just to do the work I couldn't do. The best thing with freelancers that their main motivation, money. So you can, in fact, using Upwork Freelance, you can hire a lot of people and they're ready to do anything. Well, so they're not motivated with big product idea, big 
vision or something else. So for, for startups, freelancers can be a good solution. This episode was automatically optimized by Cast. If you run cloud-native software on AWS, Google Cloud, or Azure, you know how out of hand the bill can get. This uncertainty hurts your business, but you can solve it with Cast AI. Cast AI automates cloud cost, performance, and security management for hundreds of companies of all sizes. The platform's customers begin saving immediately and cut an average of over 60%. So before you go and sign a multi-year contract with a cloud provider or lay people off, check out what Cast AI can do for you. To get you saving even faster, Cast AI is offering a free cloud cost audit with a personal consultation. Visit cast.ai slash codestory to get started. This episode is supported by Terso. Terso is the open source edge database from the creators of LibSQL, the popular fork of SQLite. If you put your edge computing close to your users, like with Netlify or Vassell edge functions or Cloudflare workers, you should put your data there too in order to maximize performance gains at the edge. Terso makes it easy. With a developer experience of SQLite and a distributed database, you can replicate much closer to your users than traditional database offerings in the cloud. Terso's lightweight, easy to use, and free to get started. The team at Terso is offering a generous starter plan specifically for CodeStory listeners. Head over to terso.tech slash CodeStory and get started today. That's T-U-R-S-O dot tech slash CodeStory. Terso. Welcome to the Data Edge. So let's switch to scalability. And this will be this will be interesting. Did you build this with scale in mind from day one? Or have you been fighting this as you grow in any sort of capacity? When I've started case, I do know. Will it work? It won't work. The main idea was just to release to production and see how it goes. So I was trying to close my own gestalt to release something valuable to people. But when I saw attraction, I've realized that case can be a big story. When I was working in a big company as an engineering manager with several thousands employees, engineers, I've realized so that problem is much, much bigger. People were using different tools for manual and automated testing. But it was extremely hard to understand what is going on, because in that company we were using a test management solution for manual testing, test reporting tools for automated testing. Then we've tried to merge everything in data warehouse so we can build workbooks in Tableau to understand what is going on. You can't control things you can't measure. I've realized that there is a very big opportunity for case to become such a tool that will help people to understand what is going on. And in fact, that's what we have built. This may be a little bit related to your answer, but as you step out on the balcony and you look across all that you have built, what are you most proud of? Of course, people team. The case was remote first before it became popular in 2020. So And... I've, I wanted to hire the best people we can globally. So, and right now we have team members in different countries, from India to Brazil, US, Europe, and etc. 
That's why, and we have real professionals who likes what we do, and they are proud of the product they build. Let's flip the script a little bit. So tell me about a mistake you made and how you and your team responded to it. I've made so many mistakes, <laughs> but I want to tell about one mistake, that's hiring mistake. When I was trying to build a team, I've heard a lot of people, developers, uh, managers, customer success, and etc. The lesson I've learned that you have to hire people who will hire people who will hire people. So you can hire a great team lead who will be able to hire engineers only. But that's not what you need when you are going to scale, when you have big plans and a big vision. We had to change this manager, find a new one who will be to scale and build teams, build a structure under him. So hire, hire people who will be able to hire people, who will be able to hire people. Okay, then, so what does the future look like for the product and for your team? Future is big and it changes every day because a half a year ago we couldn't imagine that there will be AI that will change everything. I've mentioned before, case was started as a task management solution. Then we have added a lot to become a single workspace for manual and automated testing. Right now, we position ourselves as a test ops platform. Last year, we have made research and there are more than 500 different tools in a software testing space and an average IT company uses from 20 to 40 different tools every day. We want to become a Jira in a software testing world. Right now we are building apps marketplace where we want to collect all software testing tools on the market and become a single window in a product quality. So let's switch to you. Who influences the way that you work? Name a person or many persons or something you look up to and why. I can name one guy. His name is Andrei Husid. He is a founder and CEO of Mira. A guy who have built an amazing company that changed the way we work. And I've learned a lot from him. And I think I can learn even more. The main thing that I've learned is what CEO should do in the company. What's his responsibility? And CEO's responsibility is to control company's violation and increase growth rate. Company's growth rate. Worker strategy. Hire people to support the growth. That's the main thing you should focus. So we talked about a mistake earlier, but this is a little different spin. If you could go back to the beginning, what would you do different? Or where would you consider taking a different approach? In fact, I've postponed customer's feedback for two years. I could receive it much, much earlier and do some features, stuff in the product in a different way. I was building this feature. I thought, oh, that can be valuable for users, for customers. 
But when in two years I've released the product, they people liked the product, but they said, oh, we don't need this, this and this. That makes no sense. But I've spent two years for that. Yeah, really, if you're building a startup, you're building a new product, release as fast as you can to collect feedback from your users, from your customers. Well, this will be interesting asking you this last question because it may be what you just said, but I'm curious if you have a different piece of advice. So you're, you're getting on a plane and you're sitting next to a young entrepreneur who's built the next big thing. They're jazzed about it. They can't wait to show it off to the world. Can't wait to show it off to you right there on the plane. What advice do you give that person having gone down this road a bit? In fact, I won't give him any advice until he asks. Because as a startup founder, as entrepreneur, you have to think about your product, your project, and ask only questions. You don't know how to solve them. For example, I was hiring VP of marketing and I didn't know anything about marketing because I'm a tech, I am a developer. And in that case, I was looking for mentors for people who have hired a VP of marketing, who was a VP of marketing, how I can do that. But if we are talking about the general advice I can give, don't be afraid of failures. There will be lots of them. Just keep doing your job. That's great advice. Well, Nikita, thank you for being on the show today, and thank you for telling the creation story of Case. Thank you. Thanks for inviting. And this concludes another chapter of Code Story. Code Story is hosted and produced by Noah Laphart. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcasting app of your choice. And when you get a chance, leave us a review. Both things help us out tremendously. And thanks again for listening. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.